Hey there, Internet. I'm Annie. I'm Kit. And I'm Mac. And this is the Gem Jam, where we do an episode-by-episode recap of the 1980s cartoon Gem and the Holograms, because both it and the comic are truly outrageous. This is issue 10 of the comic series. This is our special Rio episode. It is called Rio Pacheco boy reporter. Is everyone else delighted by that? Because I'm delighted by that. I'm so happy. I am incredibly delighted by that. This picks up where we left off with issue nine, which was the Halloween issue. Our previously page starts with Rio apologizing to Jerrica over waiting too long to talk about the article situation and how awkward things have been. And Jerrica leaping up so they can smooch. Uh, we've got Pizzazz getting her breaking news that Jim and the Holograms are probably going to be opening for her and the band on the West Coast tour. Pizzazz screaming and a car wreck. Uh, one point of note that we haven't mentioned yet is the art in this issue is done by uh, Corin Hell. Oh, you're absolutely right. This is a guest artist for this issue as well, uh, since Emma Biacelli finished up her run with issue nine. The rest of the team is still in here, but you're right, this is Corin Hell, this issue. I do kind of love that our guest list page, our cast page, everybody else is doing the same stuff, but Rio's picture is really big because he's our main character this issue. Pizzazz is still screaming. Yeah, he raptor shrieks. She's not screaming at the moment, though. Oh, goodness. And now we've got uh, Rio's Spider-Man voiceover. You know, I was trying to figure out what that reminded me of. You're right. As a kid, I wanted to be a musician. It didn't take long to realize that that wasn't going to work out. Stan, shut up. (laughs) You're ruining my Rio voiceover. So we are in the hospital at night and Rio is in the waiting room. Yeah, he's monologuing how he's never going to be in a band. He kind of sucks at music, but he's really good at getting to the truth. And then Stormer runs into the hospital waiting room. Is it wrong that seeing her at the waiting desk made me suddenly think of trying to do a Lost.jpg edit of this? No. 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 Because you see, the artist responsible for this understands visual storytelling. Ah, I can't believe that meme's come back around again. Stormer is at the reception desk and then she sees Rio and she throws herself into Rio's arms. Yeah, Stormer's like, I'm the worst. Because let's think about what Stormer's last thing she said. And the last thing she said was that Pizzazz was selfish. Basically, she said a bunch of crude things. And imagine saying all these things and then finding out the person you're saying them about is in the hospital. Yeah, it's pretty rough. And by misfit standards, you're like a saint. And we've got this bit where she says that, no, I've been awful. She makes me so mad. She makes it so hard to be nice. And then and then I find out that she has me listed as her emergency contact. Oh my gosh, you guys. But also, pizzazz, when you list someone as your emergency contact, you're supposed to tell them. That is true. But like, I mean, imagine what that says about her. That out of all the people in the Misfits, the person that she trusts is Stormer. Oh my goodness. I mean, she makes it so hard to love her. Impossible, but then, and then as Rio finishes, but then she shows you something vulnerable. Uh, This is at a point where we actually flash back to, this is issue two, actually. This is right after they have seen the Holograms music video go up, and they've started to realize that there may actually be something to this Misfits versus competition. We see this from Rio's perspective. It's basically after uh, Roxy, Jetta, and Stormer have been tossed out of the green room by Pizzazz, and while they're all arguing about who got them tossed out, or Stormer's trying to get them to shut up, Rio peeks in on Pizzazz watching the music video that Jim and the Holograms have submitted. And Pizzazz is watching it, and she kind of falls back with her arm over her eyes going, we're in trouble. 
Which is actually kind of nice to see more of these quiet moments that we've seen a little of Pizzazz. And, you know, you guys, it felt really weird and foreign at first, but Pizzazz actually having a character and the rest of the Misfits developing and showing that they are friends, that there is a reason that they are together, that Pizzazz does in fact have human emotions. It's really nice. As someone who has been a Pizzazz fan for a while, and I think both of you can agree, I love it. So Rio, he actually reveals on this next page, he's actually the one that found Pizzazz. He called it in. Oh, that's rough. That's awful. No wonder he's here in the hospital. That's an awful thing to have to come across. Yeah, especially when you've been with these people for a while to get to know them for articles and things. He's, he's gotten to know them as people. And speaking of which, uh, Rio is actually at an advantage here because Roxy and Jetta aren't answering Stormer's calls, probably because they're still really mad about this whole ditching thing. So she asks if Rio can get in touch with them and he actually knows where to find them. Stormer doesn't. She says, I don't even know where Jetta's living. Roxy still has her place in Venice, I think. But uh, Rio actually has the advantage here, as we find out in a flashback. And the flashback is him trying to get an interview with Roxy. And Roxy's eating a bagel. That's important to note. I love Roxy's arms on this page. Oh, I do too. She's like so muscular. I love it. She's got drummer arms is what she's got. So uh, Rio has stopped by because he wants a one-on-one interview with Roxy because she doesn't talk much in the group interviews. And it turns out there's a reason for that, which is that she doesn't have much to say. It's true. She kind of gets right to the point. Yeah. And Rio starts out with like, he thinks that it's because of pizzazz, but no, he finds out that it's just Roxy. Yeah. You know what I call her when I'm pissed? Pizza. (laughs) Wait, don't write that down. Pizza. That's like the worst that she can come up with. Roxy's a very straightforward person, and I can admire that. And it turns out that she also has a secret. It's not the secret you think it is. Roxy has a roommate. And it's Jetta. I love this. I love that they're roommates. This explains a lot about their interactions. It totally does, though, right? Because, like, the kind of hating, but also, like, having a great rapport, they actually make great roommates. But they don't want Pizzazz to know this. And Rio deduces that Pizzazz won't like them living together because it makes them too close. And if they're too close, they can outmaneuver her or outvote her. Well, mostly she's just grouchy about everything, says Roxy. Yeah, you know how she yells, just beastly. Well, they've sort of decided, yeah, all right, if he's going to be cool and not tell, we will do an interview. Specifically, Jed is like, you can interview me. Uh, it's also nice that Rio, when he's telling Stormer back at the hospital that he knows where to find them, that he also doesn't spill that. He just says, I promise I will find them. And he actually brings up Kimber. Yeah, she's like, you knew? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, we, we split to this great two panel thing. Yeah, of him just coming across them making out in the bookstore and noping out of there. And then uh, Stormer's like, I called my brother to come and be with me. I can't wait for us to, like, confirm that that is Craig. I can't wait for that to be official. And then what's great about the I Called My Brother panel is that we've got Rio's bike in the foreground. It is the center of the composition. Well, what I really like is that it's a great just sort of quick frame to show that he is going to be moving from one location to another in a sort of seamless way. I mean, obviously our scene chain starts at the top of the page, which is great, but the motorcycle implies that he's actually, like, going to be driving there. Anyway, he knocks on the door of Roxy's house. Roxy opens the door and goes, you're not pizza. I really ought to answer the door that way more often. What I really appreciate about him telling Roxy, Roxy's kind of joking and Rio's deadly serious. And he's like, you need to get to the hospital. There's been an accident. And Roxy is immediately worried. Stormer? And he's like, no, pizzazz. And she's like, oh, oh no. And turns and runs. 
Yeah, she races back into the house, and as a pizza guy shows up, and Rio's going to pay for it, just a couple seconds later, Jetta and Roxy race out of the house with these determined expressions on their face. I also want to note that Jetta is wearing an enormous white fur coat, and I love it. Like, she needs to get out of the house, so the first thing she grabs is the enormous white fur coat. May as well do it in style. Back at the hospital, Rio is on a phone call with his, uh, with his editor, I guess. His boss. His boss's name is Rob. Rob wants Rio to get to the hospital because there's been a car accident with pizzazz in it and Rio actually knows. Rob sees this as an in for a great story. Yeah, and Rio's like, I don't think I'm the right reporter for this. I'm too close to it. They're really vulnerable. I don't want to take advantage of that. It's not really a good time to get a freaking story on them for page views. It's awful. It's kind of a dick move. Rio is getting more and more frustrated as his boss goes on and on about how he ought to get this story because it is good. And he says, I don't feel okay about capitalizing on their trauma for page views, Bob. And Rob's like, well, you either do it or you lose your job. Click. And then, and then, and then. I was in the guided view at this point, so I didn't know what was coming. And I just clicked and there it was. I I literally screamed. Rio is so angry. He kicks a potted plant. (laughs) (laughs) And then this is the best part. This shows the difference between cartoon Rio and comic Rio. Rio turns around, sees like people from the hospital glaring at him, says, sorry, and picks the plant back up. Instead of just storming off like a baby. He feels bad about something. And then he heads out on his bike. And he's apparently going over to Jerrica's place. Because we come back to the pastel happy land that is the hologram house. Everybody's still in their Halloween costumes. Well, Kimber is still in her Halloween costume. Everybody else is kind of in their pajamas because they had a late night. And they even point this out as like, Kimber, I thought you said that costume was itchy and hot and driving you crazy. What? No? I love this thing. I'm never taking it off. And they joke that it's because she can't help clean up when she's in that thing. But I think it's because she kissed Stormer in that. Seriously though, can Kimber wear nothing but this shark costume for the rest of the comic? But how are we going to show off her incredible hairdos? You know what? I'm willing to compromise on this and have her just move the shark head down so it's a hood. But she she needs to have those flippers at all times. That's going to be hard to get a cord in there on her keytar. Don't care. Love it. So Rio reveals the reason that he's here. He says he needs a favor. We switch to 10 minutes later and Jerrica gets off the phone with, it turns out, Elise, the manager of 5 by 5 Records or manager head of 5 by 5 Records. The one who we want a comic of where she's just lying on a couch. Well, either way, it turns out that Gem and the Holograms are officially the opener for the Misfits on the West Coast tour. The Holograms don't, they're like, what am I reacting to and is anger appropriate? I should just drop a light rigging on myself now and save some time. Ah, good Elijah. And, uh, and they start talking about the fact that Pizzazz is in the hospital. Apparently she has a fractured larynx or something. Larynx. Oh, really? Is it just two syllables? Have I been pronouncing it wrong all these years? Yes. Pizzazz has a fractured larynx, which means you, you'll see in the next issue and possibly the next couple of issues that she can't talk very loud. She has to talk very quietly. What they've done to Pizzazz is take it away her ability to scream at people. This is the worst thing you can do to Pizzazz is take away her ability to scream at people. Uh, Rio talks about what his plan is for this. He's asking if he can 
spin the article, uh, get a short interview with the holograms, make it about them getting confirmed through the West Coast tours so he can make the accident with Pizzazz a footnote so he can shift the focus and not have to bug them in their time of need. And also, you know, considering that this is probably going to be max a thousand word article, that means that he can just put a couple of sentences in basically saying, oh, by the way, Pizzazz was in a car crash. It's a pretty solid idea. The holograms take a minute to talk about it. Rio looks at his phone. It turns out that he has missed like a billion calls from Rob. But the uh, the holograms come back to him with their verdict. They will help. And then at some point, Jerrica switches over to Jem. And I don't know when that happened. And I also want to point out the very last panel of this page where Rio is talking about how some people are open and generous and wonderful and aren't the holograms wonderful. Last panel is we've got Jem doing the interview and I'm assuming a projected hologram of Jerrica watching from the hallway. You know what, though? At least they're actually projecting a hologram of the other person. They're at least smart enough to freaking do that. What I want to know is where did they pull Jem from? Did they just say like, oh yeah, we have to wait until she comes over or we have her in a closet or she just crashed here after the party? We keep her in this cellar underneath the kitchen and then they lift up a trap door and there she is. They take off a padlock and open it up. Uh, next page is Rio being yelled at by his editor. I said uh, you turned to the story five minutes ago. It's not exactly what you asked for, but you'll be happy. It's enough. And he hangs up and goes, jerk. Anyway, Rio, who is now at the hospital, has discovered that Phyllis Gabor, vocal cord injury sustained, possible fractured larynx. She is fine, but she is going to be hurt for quite a while. And as Rio walks to the room where Pizzazz is... He does more monologuing. I've never liked hospitals, but there's no way to deny that they bring out both the best and the worst in people. And if you can make yourself invisible, sometimes people open up right before your eyes. Show you something beautiful, something you didn't even know they had in them. And in that last panel, you have Jetta pulling Pizzazz's cat out from under her coat. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Her tiny little cat. Are you a kitty? I assume that they must have, like, dropped by Pizzazz's place or something on their way. She needs us. She needs her cat more. How did they sneak a cat into the hospital? That is a spectacular question. Could you imagine sneaking Tesla or Stan into a hospital, Annie? There's no way they'd shut up long enough. They could be complaining the whole way. Ma'am, why is your coat meowing? It's one of those talking cards. It's it's my ringtone. It's my ringtone. My ringtone is a cat screaming at me. People are texting. It's okay. And and scratching me. Yes, I am fine. I'm doing great. I definitely don't have little needle claws dug into my arm. Everything is fine. How are you? They would have had to like swaddle that cat. So that's the end of issue 10. Yeah, that is Rio Pacheco, Boy Reporter. Issue 10 actually came out after the holiday special, but chronologically the holiday special takes place after this issue. So that's what we'll be covering next. And after that, do you know what happens, you guys? Dark Jim! Dark Jim! Oh my god, I'm so excited. The 13-year-old me who desperately wanted to be a goth princess is so, so, so excited. I think you're the exact target audience for this. I think so, yeah. God, remember there was like somebody who wrote in with an angry letter to the letters column a couple of months ago that was like, stop having all these ripped clothes. We will rip all of the clothes. All the clothes will be ripped. They will all be black with hot colors. This is what is happening. This is who we are now. Don't do the thing. I will increase the thing. <laughs> Sophie, no. Sophie, yes. You know, it has been it has been really nice to sort of see these alternate artist takes on this. Uh, we have one more guest artist next 
time before uh, before Sophie comes back. I feel like a lot of people will uh, sort of put most of the comic on Sophie. And while her art is spectacular and does do a lot of it, I think what all these different artists have done is really make Kelly Thompson's writing shine and has really shown what a versatile colorist Victoria Roboto is as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, the fact that Victoria Roboto has been consistently the colorist on this book has sort of unified the different art styles in a way that I really, really like. That's true. I don't think that it would have come together artistically as well without her work on this. Seeing these different artists and what they kind of highlight about each of the characters has also been incredible. Like, I I just really like Hal's ability to make those introspective moments of Rio where it's just kind of him thinking and monologuing in the background. Those were still interesting. Yeah, and especially since this art style is a bit more streamlined, a bit more simple than the kind of stuff that we've been used to for the past however many issues, but it still really works. Well, that'll wrap it up for us on issue 10, Rio Pacheco Boy Reporter. They took what would have been our joke title and made it the real title. The Gem Jam comes out every Sunday on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and YouTube. We are also on Twitter and Tumblr. You can find us at the Gem Jam just about everywhere, except on Twitter where we are at Gem Jam Cast. Uh, we are also a Patreon-supported podcast. If you like what we do and you have a couple bucks every month that you want to lay down on us, that would be super cool. If not, just spread the word. We love you all regardless. You're our favorites. Until next time, dear listeners, I'm Annie. I'm Kit. And I'm Mac. And this has been The Gem Jam, where we remind you that a leopard can't change its outrageousness.